or she spent her quarantine time, like quarantining for the show, watching the Queen's Gambit. Queen's and so <laughs> and, and so she just fell in love like with the show because she said that playing chess, she's like playing chess is like attractive or is like romantic. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's hot. And so I'm like, the only way you could have thought that is if you saw Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I'm sorry. When If I come home and my wife is like chilling over there by the fireplace with a chessboard, nah. I'm not I'm not ready. All right. It, that's just <laughs> it's just kind of weird. And I'm a- <laughs> what up? What up? We are back. We're back. Oh, my gosh. We dusted off the. Out of the limo, mics, the, we start, okay, so since this might be new for some new listeners, the birth of this podcast happened when uh, Michael and Zara, my wife, uh, Barbara and myself, we lived in the same apartment complex in downtown Dallas. Basically, we found out we both like watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, everything about the series, mainly our wives, and we started watching the show together in our apartment complex. This was before kids, anything. And we, and Michael and I were just like, hey, we just making fun of the show. You know, we're two guys watching the show. Our wives love it. And we secretly kind of liked it, too. It's like, like the guilty pleasure of shows. True, true. And then our wives were like, hey, you should just do a podcast of, like, the husband's perspective of, like, just y'all talking about it. And this is where this podcast came from. And honestly, to this point right now, yes, yeah, so it's been four years since we started since we started it. And honestly, I probably like this show more than my wife does now. Like, it has, like, reached that point to where uh, she looks at her phone more than I do while watching this show. <laughs> yeah, so we have uh, – we started our Twitter account back then, 2017. That's where we've had really fun with it, too. And we got in trouble as far as we tweeting. And uh, one of the contestants, if you all remember, Tia, she got – was it Tia? It was Tia, Yes. Yeah, she put us on blast because we made a joke about uh, her mom, I think, a, fa- a family member. Yes. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it was a lot you of know, fun. You know, it was all just light-spirited, like, good-hearted fun. And, uh, yeah. you know, might have crossed some boundaries, but it, it's Twitter. <laughs> That's what Twitter is all for. That's what Twitter's for, and we're not getting banned like other people in our government. <laughs> and, <laughs> but since we started this podcast... Now we have a combined four kids. Michael and Zara have two kids. Yes. My wife and I have two kids. Uh, a dog. Uh, you have a house in Plano. I live in Gar. Like we, it's just crazy. We joke about how far uh, in, since 2017 till now, and now we're still recording a podcast. We about still the are. We have to br- to bring it back. There were some like I won't lie. It, like it, the Bachelor just reached a point where it just became less fun and just like too like too drama heavy. But this past season, like with Taisha, like wrote me back in. Like Taisha was Incredible. very solid, and then Matt so far seems like just a good, serious dude, w- which I'm all for. Oh yeah, Taisha season. I mean, well, we say we say Taisha season, but it started with Claire. Oh, I ignore Claire. Claire, Claire and Dale were they're just like an afterthought now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we everything was about Taisha, and rightfully so. I thought Taisha was incredible. And now we lead up until this season, and we joked around. There were some texts. We have a group text, and uh, our wives were joking about it. Barbara was joking about it, and we're like, all right, it's time. We're bringing the pod back. So if you're still subscribed after all this time, and you just got a notification on your phone, you're like, what? 
after two years, <laughs> there's a new pod, then uh, welcome back and thank if you for If you still are still subscribed to us after two years, you need to do some heavy podcast reshuffling <laughs> or some cleaning out. But hey, we are very glad because, uh, yeah, we are going to do some like rebranding. Since it's been so long, we are going to just delete our old episodes. And like we, we are now two dads uh, or dads of two kids each. And uh, yeah. it is a new journey. A, a new journey, new beginning, and uh, yeah. So we're going to be dropping weekly pods, talking about the episodes. We have fun with it. Uh, we'll talk about, we'll make fun of people. We'll laugh about ABC. We'll laugh about Chris Harrison. And we just try to bring a different perspective from the two dudes, husbands watching the show with their wives. So Matt James, it starts off this whole new show, I mean this whole season, with like a bio I don't know, like montage clips of him trying to give you like a beef, uh, a brief beef because he is beef. He up. is he is um, beefy. A brief background of him. I, takeaways from the montage for you. Just what stood out about Matt James that you didn't know maybe going into it? Well, one, I honestly knew nothing. That like the only thing I know about him is that he is Tyler's best friend. Supposedly he was in some like viral TikToks with Tyler. And you know me, I'm not in on the whole TikTok thing. So I'm sure that a lot of people knew other things about him. Uh, That TikTok is like the first thing that I've realized I'm just too old. I mean, like I I just like aged out of it. Um, So... I guess, yeah, so he's like a, he has a real job. He's like a real estate broker in yeah. like, in like New York. So that's legit. Um, he played football at Wake Forest. According to Chris Harrison, he's freaking tall. Uh, and yeah, so genuinely knew nothing and I'm all in. Yeah, so he, I'm glad that they don't lead with former football player. Like they try to do with like Jordan Rogers back in the day. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, NFL, former NFL player. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're on a practice squad. Your brother's an NFL player. He's great. You suck. But he was on a practice squad. Anyway, uh, I actually read this past week that Tyler C. was the quarterback at Wake. And that's how they became friends because he was quarterback. Matt James was receiver. Oh, okay. Uh, But then like Tyler, um, he transferred somewhere else. But. In this, yeah, they do kind of the bio of it. He's 28. He's from North Carolina. He's a commercial real estate guy in New York City. A really cool thing about him, he does some, it looks like he does some like nonprofit work in New York with homeless kids and work with inner city kids. I thought it was really cool. I hope we see more of that from him. But we have, I mean, just classic workout shots. Oh, boy. And They're back. Is he, is he the most ripped bachelor ever? Oh, boy. Um, Colton, he's up there. Oh Col- yeah, Colton. Yeah, Colton thought that he was, but Colton was like beefier. <laughs> like he was just like thicker. Uh, yeah. I would say yes. Matt James is a a pretty sculpted dude. That's for nothing, sure. Nothing was more 2020 in the first 15 minutes of the show than showing Matt sweating on a Peloton <laughs> yeah. because Peloton's like stock just skyrocketed in oh, 2020. Facts. facts. But it was just funny that he they had a clip of that. And I just literally, I just put workout shots. I tried to put in my notes over under and for a number of like workout shots for the whole season. I don't even know if there's a number high enough or like if we just said shots. Okay. Actually, I'm going to put a number on it. All right. No shirt shots of Matt for the entire season. And I'm going to track this thing too. I love this. At 26 and a half. 
Oh boy! Wow. Is that is that high? See, I, I okay. I, I thought you would say at least one an episode, but you're saying that's at least two two to three an episode. Okay, let's lower it. Let's say thirteen and a half. You Ooh. taking under? Thirteen and a half. I would probably of, of shot. I'm saying shots without his shirt on. Yeah. Because there was probably at least three or four in this opening one. Yeah. I would. I would. Uh, that is a very good number. Um, I would. Do those include separate fantasy suites? Because are we going to see him like with his shirt off for like every fantasy suite? That's the question. Possibly so. We're talking fantasy suites. There's probably going to be like a yoga date. Uh, there's probably going to be like some mud or like painting date that oh, we've yes. seen with Tasha and them. Any opportunity for him to? I mean, he's got it. So when you got it like that, then yeah, every if you know, ABC is going to want you flaunt it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 13 and a half. I'll take the over. I I think that's a very good. Um, now the now the counter to this is that he is, as we will talk about later, a very solid Christian dude. So is oh, yeah. he a modest man, a modest built man, or is he? We'll see. So I I will go under just to. Uh, oh, just so we can have fun with it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, real quick. Not talking about Matt. Not talking about the women. The the whole setup of the new the new mansion. Oh boy, what, the mansion slash the promo for the season is very clear that they saved a lot of money in 2020 with that uh, Tasha Claire season. They had a, basically a compound in California. They never left. Yeah. All the dates super creative. I want to give them props for that. A lot of the dates were very creative. But this season, the promo, I mean, we're talking about skydiving and all this stuff that's about to happen. They're staying in some ridiculous mansion that's not even the normal mansion. They no. just saved all the money to spend for this one. That that mansion looks like, so in like, in the, I'm, I am going to lose some people here, but The Last Jedi, there is that like planet that looks like this like casino planet. Yeah. And it's really random, but it looked like that planet. Like, it's like beautiful. It looks like otherworldly. It's impressive. That's where they're at. They're in Star Wars. Actually, Probably. he could. He might be a big Star Wars fan. But um, I saw something about him being a Star Wars fan. But I need to look into that. Oh, do you want to hear to hear a random fact that I did here, which makes oh, me please. know that he is number one in your heart and also my heart? Oh, is please. that you said that he, you know, does does like inner city like mentoring stuff. He does some like charity stuff. He and his most recent charity was raising money. For the GOAT, LeBron James's school. How does that make you feel? Okay, I, LeBron off the court is amazing. <laughs> so if he's raising money for some initiative or program or school that LeBron built, absolutely, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, now, if we're talking about LeBron on the court, then that's a whole different category. Now, if you are an old listener, you will get those jokes, but I had to bring it back. Isaac is LeBron's number one hater, so uh, just had to throw Michael that in there. Michael likes to throw the goat conversation have in to my face. have to as i kid him I, I guess i can kid you a little bit longer <laughs> yeah. about james, james harden <laughs> it's a painful world it's a painful world um all right so before the women even got out of the out of the limos aka the name of our podcast we had this on a scale of awkwardness this was pretty high for me this is like seven or eight when <laughs> matt gets out of his own limo he walks up and he's talking He's talking to Chris. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've never did this before. And this is something that we kind of glossed over, but 
He's never been on anything about The Bachelor. Yeah, never yeah. been on Bachelor Paradise. Normally, they grab a Bachelor or a Bachelorette from a past season, a contestant, and make it like top three, top four, or whatever it is. Matt's never been on any of it. So he is kind of brand new to it. But they're like casually talking. They show the clip of a limo coming up, like up the driveway. Chris Harrison's like, all right, the women are coming. And he goes, hey, Chris, can we, uh, can we talk for a sec? I look at I look at Bar. I'm like, right now? Is is he talking about like right now? And they they walk away. They go inside. And they're like, I guess the other limo just stalled out. They just parking. Well, yeah, but yeah, Chris even was like, you mean right now? The girls are like just rolled up. Like Chris was surprised. <laughs> yes, and they just walk inside and they walk in this beautiful mansion. They sit down in this uh, really staged area and they had a heart to heart conversation. And I. Barb loved the fact that he was asking for advice. I just started laughing whenever he asked him to go talk. And Barb was like, oh, I really respect that. He's asking for advice. He's never did this before. So we had two different uh, perspectives of that conversation, or at least going into the conversation. That was my question. Is this going to be on your patented buy or sell later? Oh, oh, 100%. Oh, okay. 100%. That will be on buy or sell later on. Uh, But anyway... They had a very uh, heart-to-heart conversation, and Matt acknowledging on the show on live camera, like, hey, it's been hard that Matt is the first African-American bachelor in bachelor history, uh, which is incredible for the franchise. It's something we've been waiting for for so long. It's past due. It's past due, ABC. Oh, major Uh, And he talked about that. He talked about that and how his mother was white and how his father was African-American, how he's you know, this interracial marriage, that whole, you know, dynamic of him trying to figure that out too. So go, if you haven't watched the show, if you're listening to this, you've watched the show basically, but if you haven't, just go listen to the conversation. There's nothing really that Michael and I can add uh, to that conversation uh, outside of just what him and Chris said, but here we are. It's time to talk about the ladies. Let's do it. This is what our whole podcast is, is like based after is uh, these limo entrances. And I won't lie, since our whole, like, worldview, our whole existence is shaped around this moment, the limo entrances were pretty whack. I mean, they were obviously... I'm glad you you said that. Yeah. Well, they were obviously better than, like, the whole Claytia, Claire Tasha season because they didn't have any. But, like, one of the things was they had so much room at this, like, new mansion place. And I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all like could have brought out like a full, like a full basketball court and done like trampoline dunks. And I felt like half of them didn't do anything cool. No, I was so disappointed by this. We've seen so many dumb things over the past years of people bringing lampshades and just dumb crap, like dolphin outfits. Yes. And no, now there was some dumb stuff and we'll get to it. Oh boy, was there. The first like section of ladies who got out it was there was nothing. It was just like, hey, kind of small talk, which is fine. That's the route I would take personally. I wouldn't do anything dumb. I would do the small talk route. Like Bree. Bree's one of my favorite ladies of the group. She's like top three for me right now. Yeah. But hers was kind of boring and just straight to the point. I'm like, hey, that's me. I legit like I, I I'm all about that. There was just hardly any really dumb ones, but I mean, I guess let's just popcorn around to some of the ladies' entrances and some of these limo entrances and just Shout out one that you liked or was dumb. Oh, boy. Um, well, I have to say the Ileana meatball one, one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever 
uh, scene, not just for the fact that she said, would you like to taste my balls? Like that aside, just the idea of someone shoving food into my mouth and like forcing yeah. me to eat it. Not about it. Much less he was like blindfolded, right? Or was he? I no. think maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I just I just blacked out during during that moment. I just found it disgusting. Yeah, I don't even know if I would do that with Barb right now. No, no. Well, that's, and, just, that's just weird. Yeah, and then it ties into the like Lady Anne, Lady Anne, uh, the Tramp Spaghetti Girl, uh, Alana. Well, yeah. So it was yeah. So it was Ileana did the meatballs, and then Alana did the spaghetti, which was pretty confusing. And yeah, sure. as you know, I am a huge Disney fan, and I have always you know thought Lady Anne the Tramp that's a very like romantic scene, and then I had kids. And now it's like Theo will like have food and then he'll try to like come up and, and like kiss me and it's disgusting. And I saw that and I'm like, obviously both of them don't have kids because I feel like when, once you have kids, the spaghetti scene becomes much less romantic. No, it's, it's not romantic at all. I don't know if that would ever work on any date ever. It just worked no. on one dumb <laughs> Disney movie with two dogs. And trust me, we've seen it a thousand times because – my son loved that movie. We watched yes. the movie, the new live-action movie, every single freaking day. And uh, I saw that scene. It was not too bad of a movie. There's worse. But, yeah, that that was dumb. I hated the meatball one. I don't even care too much. For, are you pro-meatballs or what? You uh, like meatballs? Oh, sure, yes. But I can't just have spaghetti like raw spaghetti, just normal spaghetti. So what if Sarah was like, hey, I made meatballs tonight. Nothing else, just meatballs. I would eat it as oh, – oh, oh, oh. Okay, I feel no like, sides. Oh, no, no sides. Lukewarm glass of water and meatballs. Okay, well that's disgusting. All right, <laughs> sure. It's getting worse and worse and worse. But meatballs with spaghetti, heck yes. Okay, yeah, with spaghetti, that's the only way it's about. So this, yeah, that girl failed. Don't bring meatballs to your limo entrance. Yeah. Um. Okay, Maggie, doctor of pharmacy from Ethiopia. Oh, already so impressive background. I just want to be like. Why are you here? Because you seem so much better for this whole show. You have you're a doctor of pharmacy uh, from Ethiopia, and I just want to say hats off to you. And yeah, she she was great. I don't know about her chances moving forward, but I, I like her though, and I like her background. Yes, I just wrote down Ethiopian princess because she is beautiful, yeah. and I think that she will hopefully go far. The only thing was whenever she came. To see Matt, she said, I came from Ethiopia to meet you or something along those lines. But she's been in the States for like nine years or like seven years. She's been here for like a long time. So like that wasn't very true, but I at least like the idea of that. I was like, this is online dating to the next level. Yes. So yes. You, you know, online date to The Bachelor. Um, I'm just trying to think of some other. We have Mari. So Mari gets out. I think she's a former. US Miss USA contestant. I want to say Maryland. Could be wrong. But all I know was Matt was like flabbergasted when she walked away. And he, he literally had put in direct quotes, I don't know what to say right now. And he loved watching her walk away. There were some tweets going on, and it was him just looking at her butt, and it was very <laughs> funny. Because there's like that staircase that's so long. And so he just has and so he has like an extra like 10, 15 seconds to just stare at these women. It was very, in yes. very interesting. Uh, and something from a girl's perspective that I, I don't notice this, but my wife said, man, that has to, that's a brutal staircase for like heels. 
when she first saw it, I'm like, wow, I guess it is. It kind of does suck. It's this massive staircase, and all most of the women had these heels on. So hats off to all of them who didn't fall, but there were some who did trip. Yes. Well, that is one of my questions is um, is – I'm, this might actually be on your buy or sell, but, but there was one girl. What was her name? Um, oh. Well, okay, sorry. Victoria. Oh, yes. Serena. That's who, yes. So, like, Serena falls, but she did it so smoothly where I was like, was this a purposeful trip? I couldn't oh, tell. Okay. We're going in right now. Uh, so, at the, right. at, the very, at the very end of the episode, we always do a buy or sell. But in this episode, since it's the first one, we just got to do it right now because yeah. this is all about Serena C. One of my buyer sales in which I asked M- Michael, like, hey, do you buy that this was real or do you sell it? That is fake. Serena C, she trips and then immediately says this line, which I is a greatest line. She said, it's five seconds and I'm already tripping for you. What? I, so is this, was that planned or was that the most greatest clutch more clutch than james harden which isn't a high bar but of a line to just drop after you trip or did she plan it all that i i i thought the same thing i want to believe that she is that clutch that she was like is that smooth um but yes no that was like incredibly smooth i there's nothing else to say I just audibly laughed when she said it, and I was just like, I don't buy that. I know. It was like the line made it seem not real or, like, made it seem fake. But who knows? Maybe she's quick. I have to say, Matt James, not very, like, quick on his feet. So, like, Tyler, his whole thing was that he was just really smooth and said, like, really, like, just, like, like, simple but, like, eloquent things. Matt doesn't seem to have that gene. He does not. There, he has the charisma. Like he's so, he is charming. He's a charming dude. Yeah, and he's just like chill. I don't see how anybody would not want to hang out with Matt as far as just like the chillest dude. He seems like an awesome guy, but yeah, he he isn't very like quick. I don't want to say witted, I guess, but no, yeah. Um, okay, a girl I don't like. She could leave the mansion right now, and I don't give a crap. I feel Kit. like, I feel like that. Oh boy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, leave Kit. Get back in the limo. Yeah, so Kit rolls up in, like, a Bentley or, like, a James yeah. Bond car. Like, it was wild. Um, so, a couple things. So, I have, like, seen on Instagram, uh, a, like, some little facts about her. One is Ooh. that she's only 21, which is just, like... What? She's only 21. So, major red flag. All right? Um, I feel like... That's- I think if if you are that young, you are only coming on the show to like be a villain or like do something controversial or to get those Instagram followers or that she already, though, has 60,000 Instagram followers. (laughs) How? TikTok? Well, no. Well, no. So like, well, no. So her like job actually said like actually said like fashion designer or or like fashion entrepreneur. And so Zara saw that and like goes like, oh, that's so interesting. So I go on Instagram She's a and and like she's actually the daughter of this lady named like Cynthia Rowley and Zara freaked out. She's some like world famous designer and that's why. So she's like her mom is this really famous person. So then she is like designing off of her coattails and has tons of followers. What in the world? Yeah, she's like world renowned. I don't know any anything else. I don't know actually know anything about her, but Zara freaked out. So, so 
You still don't like her, though. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. She looks like the Queen's Gambit girl to me, uh, but she just she's has. Like, she's like the Aldi brand Queen's Gambit. Okay, sure, yes, yes. Uh, but she, um, yeah, I just couldn't. She just looks diabolical to me. Just couldn't get into her. Yeah, I could, and she. I put on a note, and she said this at one point. I don't know how, like, I don't even know where this came from, but she said "Kit" stands for "Keep in Touch," which I guess is like a like a texting like shortened like acronym. But uh, I, I guess are we are we that old now? I probably <laughs> probably I. It's not like I text. Normally, I would do that if I was texting texting the ladies, but now I just text Zara, and I'm like, "Hey, I live with Kit. you, so uh, we don't need that." Just text her and say, hey, Kit, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, throw out another name of somebody you liked well, or didn't like. Get well, out of the limo. one of the greatest lines was from the Kit and Victoria controversy. And so Victoria rolls up. She thinks that she's like hot stuff. She thinks that she's like making waves. She's the queen. Co- That's her job title, by the way, queen. Yes, literally comes in on a throne that people are <laughs> carrying as if she's like Prince Charles or, or or like oh gosh dang it from like Robin Hood what's that lion's name? Oh Henry? I I King forgot Henry? oh this is embarrassing the tiger guy oh well I, I was know. just watching Robin Hood Prince John Prince John Prince that, John that's, that's what, it, what is. it was all right cool good deal I have been watching um, Bridgerton on Netflix so I'm getting all of my uh, European oh, we're waiting, kings we're waiting to watch that when you oh home. it's pretty good yeah. All right, so yeah, so she she comes in being held held up on her throne, saying she's the queen, just not even at all creative or anything. And so she later interrupts Kit's one-on-one time, and so she says, "Hey princess, can I like steal him or something?" And, and so Kit then on her like one-on-one like with like the like camera people says, "I am not a princess. I am the king, the CEO, the president." <laughs> And I'm like, all right, girl, you are uh, feeling yourself a lot right now. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, I don't like Kit. Uh, Kit could leave tomorrow, and I would be happy about it. Yes. Also, Victoria <laughs> can because she's like not even funny. She's not like she's no. not like Alexis, the like shark girl from forever ago. Uh, she's just annoying and could easily leave. Oh, she's the worst so far. I mean, it's night one, and she's already the worst by the moment of the rose ceremony, which. If you if you've been fans of the Bachelor universe for a while, you know by now that that first night goes insanely long. That sometimes they have that rose ceremony. It's like the next morning that you know people, whether it's the ladies or the guys from the Bachelor Bachelorette, that they say that they like hang out in that mansion all night long and they're drinking all this stuff. But by the time of the rose ceremony, Victoria the Queen, uh, she had definitely had a few. Definitely oh, had a few. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And. Yeah, so just not in on her. Okay, so I guess we can just get to Katie. Katie is uh, the vibrator girl, and yeah. <laughs> uh, and nothing made me feel more uncomfortable watching this with my mother-in-law, like like two feet from me. Uh, and obviously, due to uh, my job title, I'm, I don't really want to talk about this too much. But uh, I was my te- <laughs> yeah yeah. What yeah. about my text back to you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> scarring, scarring. I just want to say, it. Was, yes, so Victoria, uh, or no, Katie. Yeah. Katie gets out, and she brings a vibrator. She's, like, holding it behind her back. It's, it's very weird. And they put a black box on it the whole time. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, they showed 
some of the guys do like moldings of uh, something in Tasha season. Anyway, yeah. Um, but I just want something I pointed out is very uncomfortable for everyone. It was just the whole thing. Matt was uncomfortable. Katie is a bank marketing manager. I just want to say shout out to the coworkers and her boss who watched the show and was uh, like, oh, yes, Katie, you work as a teller or a manager and you are now the vibrator girl. Yes, she will forever be that. That will always <laughs> be her thing. But she basically secured herself at Paradise. Like, she will be in Paradise. There's no doubt now. She has oh, to. Oh, 100%. And, and there's one thing if you want to go the wild route to, the, to your entrance – but and it's one thing if you want to bring something, don't touch somebody with it. Nah, like nah. She went and like tapped another girl on the shoulder with it, and I'm just like, man, if I was, I think it was Mari, and I'm like, if I was Mari, we'd be throwing down right now. Yes. Uh, all right, let's move on to some other uh, girls real quick that got out of the car that night. Um, Carolyn brought lavender, didn't work uh, because she went home, so you can take your essential oil business back home, please. Anna, she likes or Anna, she likes coffee. And uh, I don't oh, like her. At was all. she that? Oh, was she the hyper girl? Super hyper. And if y'all have ever seen the movie Obsessed with Beyonce and uh, Elba in it, the the girl from that movie is she wore a red dress that night too, and she wears a red dress in that movie. It just freaked me out. She's too hyper. She likes coffee too much, and I'm all out. Way too much. Mama. Way too much. Yeah. So I guess we didn't mention this, but they did the whole like pro or they tried to do some promos of these girls like beforehand. And the only promo that I remembered was hers uh, because I'm like, who and like, like I I enjoy coffee, but you're like making it like you're like 11 years old and I've never had caffeine before. Yes, this is weird. This is weird. Um, Okay, I don't think I spelled spelled this right. Sanaya, the goat, Ah, the goat shoes. Yes. She dropped. Another great line. If we're doing like line of the week, which I guess we could make a, a, a okay. segment at some point. We should. But uh, she said she's wearing this dress. It's covering her feet. And she said, you are the greatest of all time. And I hope you think I'm the goat. And she pulls up her dress and it's she's wearing like goat hooves, hooves. Of, as like shoes. Um, did that work for you? Did you laugh? Did you chuckle or? No, I thought it was horrific. Uh, yeah, I did too. Matt obviously did too because he sent her home. <laughs> So uh, I would say, uh, please do not ever um, do that. If Can you imagine her to... telling her friends forever, it's like, hey, I was on The Bachelor. Really? No way. Like, what are you known for? Well, I wore goat feet. Like, oh, how long did you last? One night. Well, that's the reason why. Okay, we got to do one that I, I actually really like. I liked Brie, but this other girl, I think she is my favorite. She could be my favorite so far. And Kayla. Kayla pulls up in the, like, old-school truck, kind of old-school truck. She's from North Carolina, and they actually had a moment. I'm kind of fast-forwarding a little bit, but after the interest where they sat in the back of the truck, they drank sweet tea. I just, I love her confidence. She, like, there was, uh, she was the only girl that when she got off the limo and she talked to him, I felt like she, she could say, like, hey, I'm out, and she could go walk away and be perfectly fine in life. And she, I just loved Everything about this girl, and I hope she makes it really far. I will say, yes, she is very pretty. Uh, seems very, very cool. My only, my hot take is she is not in my top four because, and, and I feel very proud of this hot take, is that I don't know if Matt wants somebody from his hometown or, like, from, like, his, like, home state. So he's That's also true. from, like, North Carolina, 
and and like he moved to New York. So does he like the New York uh, type of life or does he want like a back home type girl? That's that's my question. That is very, very true. Which was kind of shocking because he sent Alicia home and she was the ballerina from New York. Oh, my. And OK, think- she if if I had to pick one girl, I, I would have picked her. She was my absolute favorite. Really? The I, whole time? I, I get, well, okay, I also like Rachel, which, which like, we can get to. But, no, I, yeah, I thought that ballerina girl was beautiful, and she's yeah. a ballerina, and that's just really cool. I don't know. I know. She, and she seemed, I thought, like, super sweet. I, I was, like, very confused. Like, whenever she got out of his, out of her, like, limo, I, I put her down, like, in, like, top four, like, instantly, and uh, was shocked yeah. that she went home. I put her in my top four when they showed her in the little promo thing of their like background. She's yeah. like, okay, I'm, yeah. in New York, I'm in New York City and I'm a ballerina. I'm like, holy crap. And you're really pretty. I'm like, this is like everything with yeah. for Matt. And, uh, but she got sent home. The last girl I want to bring out, MJ had like a pizza you know, delivery <laughs> car. I thought that was cool. I actually thought that was kind of cool. The, <laughs> except for the door locked. And then she had to go okay, like walk sure. around. It was so funny. But yes, yep, it, it was, was awkward. Yeah. Um, I'm not about, is it Kylie or Kaylee? Kylie? I think it was Kylie. If you're going to, I'm just all out on somebody who walks up in the lingerie. Okay, yes, I am too. But I was shocked that, like, I don't remember anybody ever doing that. That's true. Because it's not a normal thing. Yes. It's not a normal thing. You are correct. (laughs) Yes, to do that in front of national TV. I, like, I know it's hard to say that you wear just your underwear and, like, be modest about it but she like but she like she could have been much worse like i feel like if like okay i guess like i guess like corinne from like nick season she would have done it in a very different way so uh uh she would have i do i don't mind kylie but i'm just gonna stop talking about that (laughs) then she walked in it was like super awkward because the other women in the house were like well why are you walking in with nothing on yes yes all right but my biggest question, though, my biggest question is yeah. one more. Kimberly, the rubber fish girl, what was her objective? What was she wanting to do? I don't understand it. Her throw was horrific, and it got her sent home. Okay, I'm glad that this was confirmed. I just I have the roster pulled up. Roster, whatever. Um, and she is from Seattle, so... When I watched it, I didn't know she was from Seattle. I'm like, I hope you're from Seattle if you're trying to do this fish toss thing. And she did. It just failed really, really bad. So it, it sucked. And, I mean, hopefully Tyler C. could pass it better because Matt James did not catch the fish, and he was a receiver. But I that's I don't know what to say about it. All right, so then they go into the mansion, and we have one of the greatest moments in Bachelor Bachelorette bachelor in paradise anything about this franchise's history he goes in he's like before i even want to before i we even start everything i just want to can i pray over you guys and i was so shook i looked at bart my eyes were just like ab i mean i didn't even know what to say i'm like yeah is he really doing this right now it was a legit genuine prayer i was so impressed and i don't even know what to say about it i i think that he so up until this point i like was kind of 
I wouldn't say I'm out, but I wasn't in. I just was like in the middle because he seemed kind of like very nervous, just kind of didn't know what to do. But it takes so much confidence for you to, to do on national TV, this show where there's obviously like not everyone there is a Christian and be like, hey, like this is important to me. This is like a foundation to who I am. I'm going to uh, present. I'm just going to pray. And if y'all want to join in, that would be cool, too. And yeah. I, uh, I think it worked great. Yeah, I mean, Michael and I, if y'all been listening to this podcast, y'all know that we're both men of faith, both working at church, and, you know, so, like, when we see we see that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy that uh, he's like, hey, I, I, he is a believer, but him to start off the show like that on a big spot, like, there's no editing that out, you know, like, yeah, that, yes, that was uh, his first, like, kind of moments with uh, the women there, so I thought that was crazy, and so then it leads into this, you know, uh, Kind of the whole the huddle breaks, you know. He's talking to each one of them, kind of one on one. I think the first girl he talks to uh, was the news reporter that we didn't even talk about earlier, but I think she's a low key, uh, uh, someone Sarah that I think she could be around for a while. Um, her father, oh, I think has Sarah a- is very solid. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the uh, I think Sarah's the one. Her father has ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it leads into Rachel. And I think Rachel is a girl that I thought they hit it off great in their conversation. They he was really about that that conversation. She got kind of emotional after the prayer thing. She did. And she, she was crying about it, and uh, it kind of hit home for her. I thought that was really cool. It was kind of like maybe a moment for him, like holy crap, this could be like a real thing uh, for me here. That or I, or at least I could see myself actually liking him. And uh, yeah, so what? Is Rachel legit? Is she is she is she someone that's gonna be around for like multiple episodes or half the season? I would say yes. So I am a little biased for Rachel because she is from Cummings, Georgia, which which is where Zara's grandma is from, and we recently spent a week there, and uh, it's pretty relaxing. It's a pretty cool place, and I had never heard of it, uh, so that's the only reason that I uh, am biased towards her. I think that she's beautiful. I think that, uh, yeah, whenever she cried, like some people were like making fun of her or I like, thought it was weird. I uh, thought that I'm sure it like she is in this environment that's like very uh, I'm sure she's like presenting herself to be a certain type of person. And to hear if hear someone just like lower the stakes like that, I think is uh, pretty awesome. And she seems very solid. And I think that, yeah, she's a definite top four for me on my Ooh. list right now. She could be top four. I think she's top five. I gotta see. I gotta really go through the list. I have a top three, but um, the some of the other girls, you know, when they kind of have their one on one stuff, some of them just sit and talk. Some of them try to do things. Serena B playing chess. I like Serena B, but you don't. She had no clue how to play chess. I mean, in the moment, he kind of like tricked her when he he made his move. And yes. then she's like, can you do that? I'm like, whoa, you you offered to play chess, and now it kind of told on yourself that you don't even know what you can do at chess. So weird move. Producer well, move, maybe? I don't know. Or or I don't know the timeline of, like, when this started filming, but or she spent her quarantine time, like, quarantining for the show, watching The Queen's Gambit. And, Queen's so, <laughs> and so she just fell in love, like, with the show. Because she said that playing chess, she's like – playing chess is like attractive or is like romantic. She said something like that. He was like, yeah, it's hot. And so I'm like, the only way you could have thought that is if you saw Queen's Gambit. Cause like, there's no way that any other, uh, playing of chess is ever romantic. Yeah. I'm sorry. When, if I come home and my wife is like chilling over there by the fireplace with a chess board, 
Nah. I'm not. I'm not ready. All right. It, that's just. It's just kind of weird. And I'm just gonna be like, "Why are you playing chess by yourself?" What, that's is, not. what? What is going on? Um. All right. Do you have anything else about? I mean, I just. <laughs> I literally just put in there. I hate the queen. Um. I, the only other girl I want to talk about before we get into the segments, and I saved her to last because I think she is the winner of the episode. Is Abigail? Yes. And yes. I, her story, her background story. She got a little promo video. She's deaf. She has a hearing aid. And my, you know, my wife, Barb, she immediately was like, this is the girl I love. I love this. I love her. I love everything about her. And this was the only girl that Barb likes in the whole season so far. Okay. And then her and Matt, like, have a moment together and they're talking. And you can kind of see it in Matt's eyes. So I'm like, dang, he's really about her. And then she gets the first kiss and the first rose, which is a massive deal. Yes. Yes. So I... Yes, I went like uh, okay. So a couple years ago, there was a girl named Sarah, and Sarah like was missing half of her arm, and she made it decently far. Um, and there were moments where I felt like, and then she later came on like Bachelor in um, Paradise. There were moments where I felt like she was more of like a gimmick rather than being there yeah. genu- genuinely for like her personality, like who she is. And Abigail, I think, deserves to be there a hundred percent. Like one, her story is awesome, but two, like as a person, she like seems to have a great personality and she's charismatic and she's caring and she's very pretty. Like I think that like her as a package, I could see them being together. And yes. And he yeah, and he was all about her. And I thought the the dramatic of him going in front of all the other girls and all these different rooms because this mansion is a mansion and it's like Richie Rich's mansion. If y'all remember that movie and he goes and picks up the rose and he's walking through all of these rooms. And then he's like back into the room with Abigail and hands her the rose. And I just thought that was a huge, huge moment. Abigail, big winner, but let's go into our last segments. We always have this segment called ABC moment. This is a moment that's totally staged that, ABC made happen. Producers made happen. It can be something with a contestant, something they do, a date, whatever. Um, and, I mean, honestly, we could just fill this segment up every week. But I I had two ABC moments. One, and I know that the conversation was absolutely amazing, and I thought it was great for live television. I thought the whole, like, the how they got there was – I was out on it. I thought it was yes. an ABC thing of – the fact that the limo's pulling, he's like, hey, can I talk to you right now? Yes. Fit the conversation in somewhere else. I just thought that was so weird, and ABC, like, it was just a weird transition to it. It was an interesting, like, producer move to open the show with showing the, like, vibrator girl as, like, as like this, like, cold open of, like, oh, hey, yes, this is yeah. coming. And meanwhile, they could have just, like, started the conversation, like, with Chris at the beginning. Yes. Unless, unless they and, – and so it's like they wanted to, like, set the stage of, like, hey, this episode is going to be crazy and it's, like, really goofy and weird stuff happens rather than just, like – and then they, like, shove the Chris and, and a Matt conversation in weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We watched it on DVR and, uh, or recording, and I clicked on it and – you know, she's getting out of the car, Katie. And I was like, I hit my rewind thing. I'm like, did I, like, did I skip ahead? Yes. Yes. And it was weird. Cause it was like a cold open thing, like you said, but no, it felt like it's like, Hey, we had this conversation. We got to fit it in somewhere. 
hey, Matt, ask Chris for advice. And it's like, that's what you're going to do. Uh, the only other ABC moment was the Queen getting through. There's no way he cares about the Queen. No There's way. There's no way. It's no the classic, way. hey, we're going to make you keep the Queen or keep the villain uh, dramatic person on board just because we need more airtime for her. Yeah, I uh, yeah. There's no doubt. I think it is well known that they force people to keep a handful of people, and uh, she is one of them. Yes. Um, do you have any more ABC moments? No. Uh, just yeah. Just that conversation. I think that we didn't like see enough for there to be an ABC or to yeah. be like an ABC moment, like with like any of those girls yet. This is coming. This is when we use this segment for like fake drama. Uh, fake stuff that happens in a house, like yes. someone passing out. We're like, that's bullcrap. That ain't even happened. Or like that one time that the girl had this like champagne bottle that like her dad had like kept for like 20 <laughs> years. And then the other girl found it and opened it and she just starts crying. I forgot when this was, but it was one of the most dramatic, dumb moments I've ever, I've ever seen. She had it. She had it like setting out with like roses out on like outside yes. the, <laughs> the mansion. And the other girl. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, all right, buy or sell. I kind of alluded to this earlier. We talked about the Serena Sea trip. If that was legit or not, we both. Oh, you actually bought it. I sold it. And the only one I had with this was: Is Abigail legit? Is she a? Is she a top three contestant right now? Will Abigail be in the top three? Buy or sell that? Oh, see, top three is hard. Top four, I can go more for. Okay. So I would say top four. Yes, top three. I, I I right now have her in my personal top three because I don't know enough about the other girls. Uh, so I'll oh boy, I'll I'll say yes, sure, yeah, top three. Okay, well while because we're on it, let's just do our top four of, each. Well, yeah. So the trend of like of like the person that gets the first impression rose making it to the top four is like flawless. It's like it is. so yeah, I feel pretty good about that. And a lot of them actually win, you know. Like I think Brian got that uh, for Rachel. Um, you know, obviously some of them don't work out, but okay. Top four after one episode. This is always fun to look back on. Yes. After one episode, who is in your top four? All right. I'm so I have Abigail, and I have Rachel for sure. Okay. All right. Then I have, then I have. This might be a hot take. Marie or Mary, Mari, Mari. Yeah. Mar Mari because. He bit his lip whenever he saw her, and then she, like, walked away. And, like, it just seemed like such a tell that he was so attracted to her. So uh, <laughs> then I have, like, a three-way tie between three people because that's how a three-way tie happens. But I'm going to say Brie right now because like of the, um, the mixed storyline. They both have, like, that in common with each other. Yeah. Uh, I thought that that uh, probably resonates they them. have legit. They had a legit conversation. That's yeah. what I, I try to like take stock into the conversations. I'm like, all right, that was a, a cool conversation. It wasn't dumb uh, for me. Yeah, I have, I have Bree. I have Abigail. I have to have Abigail in there right now. Um, man, that Rachel conversation was so true. I'm gonna put Sarah in there. I think Sarah is. She is up was there in for my. Me. Yeah, she was in my uh, tiebreaker. And then I'm kind of stuck between Rachel and I actually like Serena B. But I will go with Rachel for now. Wait, so not Kayla? Oh, yeah, sure. The truck girl? Oh, I thought for sure you you uh, would have her. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'll have Kayla, Bree, Sarah, and Abigail. 
That's my top four right now. All right. Boom. Boom. Love it. Last thing. Rest in peace. Rip. Oh, boy. This is a uh, long one. Long one that I honestly don't really care about a lot of them because we don't know much about them. Kimberly. Cassandra. Corin. Corinne. All right. Uh, so Kimberly was the fish girl. Uh, go back to Seattle. Hopefully work on your throwing, girl. Cassandra wore wore the football pads and had his own jersey on. <laughs> so ob- I laughed at that. Yeah, so obviously he cared nothing about that. No, he didn't at all. Uh, Corinne, sorry. I, I have nothing nothing about her. Yeah, I don't know you too much. Uh, Sanad? Is that right? Uh, Sanashi's the goat Sanad. girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I liked her. That's dumb. Nah. Um, Carolyn, she had the uh, lavender. Sorry. She, she also had some crazy tattoos. She had this, like, arm sleeve. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Well, I saw on her, like, bachelor picture because I couldn't remember who she was, so I looked her up. But on her, like, bachelor, like, profile picture, it has, like, weird, like, just, like, random items. Like, I mean, like, icons on it. Yeah. Last two. Imani. I liked Imani. I just felt like we never seen her. Like, she got yeah. zero screen time. She just got it. I mean, yeah, I liked everything about her. She's a realtor from New Mexico, and I thought she uh, was going to be around it for a little bit, but she was not. Bummer. And then the biggest one was Alicia for both of us. Michael and Man. I both thought she was going to be. Shocked. Yeah. I thought she was going to be, like, top ten, and she was nothing. She has gone. So now she's dancing in her ballerina shoes in New York for the rest of the season. It's so sad. I'm hoping she gets some sort of like grocery store Joe resurgence. She needs some sort of like celebration. I don't we know. We love grocery store Joe. Yep. All right. Anything else about episode one that we skipped, that we missed missed or skipped over or anything? I feel like we covered a lot of oh. episode one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I think that we've done. Yeah, I, it has been great to, you know, be back in the podcasting booth. AKA my Disney room and uh, just to be chatting with you. And I am excited for a season um, of lots of drama, but I trust Matt. I feel like our lead is good. Whenever I don't like the lead, it just goes off the rails. Like Colton, boo. Uh, Lots of other people, boo. Ari, bye. Oh, goodness gracious. No. Ari was so bad. I think Ari is what pushed us to stop doing it. Yeah, I honestly think so. Like, yeah, we we had this really bad. Yeah, they got into a bad rhythm. So I'm glad that uh, they have uh, gotten back into, like, serious people. Yes. All right, we'll be back next week uh, to recap episode two. Peace out. All right, peace.